Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of She Rises Studios podcast. My name is Hannah Olivas, and I'm going to be your host today. And today we are talking about behind the scenes and helping others. I'm joined today with Andrea Hunt, who is an American expat online transformational life coach and EFT tapping practitioner. Andrea has lived in China, Italy, Argentina, Mexico, the UK, and now lives in Germany. Her transformational coaching sessions also include EFT tapping, which is quickly becoming well-known in coaching, counseling, and even clinical spaces because of its ability to help us emotionally heal feelings and situations in our life. She's been using it for 10 years for a wide variety of life changes and loves being able to help others. EFT tapping can be used to help women manage emotions in the extreme ups and downs that come with breakups, relocation, stress, or job loss. EFT greatly helps in the emotional healing process to release hurt, anger, sadness, and resentment. So thank you so much for joining me today, Andrea. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. I'm great. So I have to ask, What made you choose to be in this field? Um, So coaching or EFT? Both. I I have to know the answer to both. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So coaching was was something that like, I mean, I've done a lot of personal growth on my own. And um, it was a thought that I had a few years ago, like, gosh, you know what? I would love to be able to motivate and help people because I've always kind of had that role, whether it was group projects or, you know, with my friends of being like the motivator, you know, and helping people kind of sort through their, their stuff. So that was actually something that has always come quite naturally to me. And so then, um, I mean, I got laid off during the pandemic, which happened to a lot of people. And it was kind of like the moment that pushed me into like, all right, this is the time that you're going to do this, you know? So I enrolled myself in a coaching certification program and during that time, I kept um, getting the feeling during the coaching sessions, I'm like, gosh, you know what? I know that that issue of like, you know, lack of confidence before a big interview or, you know, um, somebody trying to, you know, heal through anger or sadness or something like that could be helped with EFT, but I wasn't certified yet. So I'm like, okay, this is my chance. I'm going to use what I've been using for myself for 10 years and I want to bring it into the space where I can help others with it. So that's kind of how that happened. I mean, it was kind of a long time coming, and then I got a final push, and I haven't looked back. What is EFT? So EFT stands for the Emotional Freedom Technique, and it was started by Gary Craig like in the late 90s. He was really into acupuncture, and he actually figured out that he could use it for, like by tapping on different spots on the face, they're actually acupuncture points. And that you can actually rewire the brain to stop the fight, flight, or freeze response. And he discovered it, if I understand right, kind of by accident, you know, with some phobias and stuff like that that some of some people that he knew had. Um, and now it's becoming way more mainstream in terms of, you know, being used in the clinical setting, you know, with therapy, with coaching, because people have learned that there are a lot of, you know, um, emotional situations that provoke this this uh, tension, this anxiety, this sadness, and like create an emotional imbalance. And with EFT, you can help manage your emotions better and regulate it. And it's also really good for what I use it for in my practice is mostly on limiting beliefs. Um, 
And the way that that works is, for example, with EFT, for an emotional situation, you know, if you're just stressed out or whatever, you can basically calm yourself down, you know, in five to 20 minutes, depending on how emotionally charged you are. But with limiting beliefs, often we have some event, you know, that might have happened in childhood. Like I always use this example that like if you, let's say you had a presentation when you were eight years old and you got up there and everybody laughed at you. Mm -hmm. And so unfortunately you carry that into the rest of your life thinking, okay, I'm not a good public speaker. It's not safe for me to go put myself out there. And it creates all of these limiting beliefs that like, I can't do this. You know, I'm people are going to judge me, people are going to laugh at me. And so it basically hurts your confidence. And with EFT, you can actually peel back the layers of those situations and heal them individually so that when you get in a situation where you have to do something like that, it doesn't have the emotional charge. So it's pretty amazing when it comes to like imposter syndrome or limiting beliefs. It's amazing. It sounds very interesting. I would love to be able to not react to some of life's most embarrassing moments over the years, (laughs) but also to be able to um, heal from, you know, traumas and triggers Mm -hmm. that come about. Like when you're talking about limiting beliefs, you know, we work with um, a large community of women and a lot of them um, have limiting beliefs, you know, so I feel like this is very interesting and would be definitely something that women should look into. Um, What, tell me about in terms of when you're, when you're coaching someone, who, who do you consider your ideal client? What are, what, what are you looking for? So usually I work with expats and digital nomads, although that's not, you know, exclusive. I have people from a wide, you know, Um, range of professions and different geological or geographical locations. But most of the people that I work with, um, since I'm an expat and that's my target audience, are people that they live in other countries. And there are a lot of challenges that come with living abroad in another country. You know, there's language barriers, cultural barriers, and especially in terms of confidence, you know, it can be really difficult to manage certain situations like a job loss or a breakup or even going to an interview and so in general, like my, my focus is always to kind of empower people so that they feel better about going into these situations and also managing their, their lives in general. So can you explain to our audience, when you're saying expat, what do you mean by that? Expats are usually defined as people who go to live abroad in a, a country for a defined amount of time. So it's not the same as somebody who picks up and moves to Mexico forever. A lot of times they're only there for five to 10 years. Sometimes they relocate for work. Sometimes they do stay, but in general, like it's um, sometimes they even go back to their country, but basically living in another country for a certain amount of time. So you're really in essence dealing with people who may be dealing with, I don't know if this is the correct language, but culture shock or just being outside of what they consider to be their comfort zone, um, working and meeting new strangers or working with people that they're not typically used to working with. So there is the, there's an actual niche for this. There's the, This is a thing. And you have um, found this lane and now you are navigating. So tell me, what has been one of the biggest struggles since you started in this career? I think the general challenges that come with owning your own business and being an entrepreneur, (laughs) you know, because um, I've always kind of had, you know, nine to five jobs. And so 
as much as I always really wanted to work for myself, there's just so many things that go into it that you, you really don't know until you do it, you know? And mm-hmm. so for me, it, I mean, it was everything from, you know, my own, you know, sometimes certain situations like putting yourself out there. I mean, my own lack of confidence in certain areas that I've had to deal with, you know, like, okay, I don't really know about this, but nope, this is, I'm doing this. I'm going to learn how I'm going to, you know, so those kind of things. And also just the, I mean, all of the, <laughs> the challenges of like kind of applying for, for certain things like, a you know, tax numbers and all of the bureaucracy that goes along with it. I had no idea what was get, I was getting myself into, but luckily, I mean, I sorted all of that, but yeah, just a lot of things that, um, I just hadn't, I hadn't done it before, you know? So what has been your favorite part of this journey so far? Being able to help people with EFT. I mean, um, having them, for example, you know, situations that happened to them in middle school or something like that, that they were carrying around for like their whole life. And it was causing them to, you know, um, have issues of shame or guilt or um, lack of confidence in certain areas, being able to tap on that certain situation so that it doesn't have the emotional charge is completely life-changing for people. And um, I am so grateful that I am able to do this and help people in this way because, yeah, because it works. So (laughs) you mentioned um, you're always one decision away from a totally different life. You, you mentioned that is one of your favorite quotes by Mark Batterson. Tell me why, why does that resonate with you so, so much? I think because sometimes when we feel stuck, we feel like we, we can't go anywhere right or left forward. And sometimes it's just a matter of finding that one thing, you know, over the course of your day that you can do differently, that one decision, that one, you know, thing that you do to invest in yourself, that one new, you know, starting to exercise or starting your personal growth journey or applying for that job. And if I think looking back on my life, there's so many times where it was just one decision that completely took me to a different country, you know, (laughs) or it got me like, you know, a job working on the Chinese radio. I mean, like, and um, it's such a powerful concept. And especially during times where we really feel disempowered, you know, like we don't have control over everything. It's important to remember that we always can make one step forward and one decision to change something. Love that. You and you have you have lived in China, you have lived in Italy, Argentina, Mexico, (laughs) the UK, and now you're in Germany. So I have to ask because I love to travel. Out of all of those places that you have been able to travel and experience, what has been one of your favorites? So Mexico, I definitely loved because that was the first country that I lived in. That one kind of completely changed my life. Um, but China really defined my 30s in terms of who I was as, as a woman, as a person in society, as a person, you know, a global citizen, in terms of what I knew about people and the world and how things worked and everything. But I think one of my favorite countries is Argentina. I just loved it. <laughs> it's just, um, Buenos Aires is like, it's very European, you know, it has like a whole different, um, you know, there were a lot of immigrants from Italy and uh, Spain and Portugal. So it just has like a very European flair to it. But then also geographically, like you can go to Patagonia and I don't know, it was such a unique experience for me being there. And um, 
I love the Spanish that they speak there. I have to be honest. Like I learned Mexican Spanish because my grandmother's Mexican and I love it. But I, I love the Argentine Spanish and culturally I just find it a very unique place with tango and they have incredible food. And I just I felt totally at home there. It sounds like um, you know, through your the path that you've chosen, it really sounds like you've learned something about yourself in each place and kind of has brought you to where you are today. And you speak about, you know, you say every day you have the power to change things. Uh, You don't have to settle and you don't have to do it all at once. Can you talk to me a little bit about that? That idea mainly came out of like, so in 2016, I had like an amazing job. (laughs) I went, I went through a breakup and I love the job that I had the parent company decided to sell it to another company. So we all got laid off. And so that was a very low moment in my life in Germany. And I had only a few friends and they had moved, you know, to different countries. And so it was kind of one of those moments where you look around and you're like, okay, nothing is under my control. Like I can't do anything (laughs) and nothing is working out the way that I, I was supposed to, you know, it was supposed to. And I was like, okay, the only thing that I really have power over right now is me you know, in the decisions that I make and the steps that I take in my life. And that was pretty much where the whole personal growth thing became a very real concept for me of like, okay, you know what? Tomorrow I'm going to start a morning routine and I'm going to make sure that I'm swimming five times a week, you know, and I'm going to make a plan and I'm going to make goals and I'm going to make, you know, and with all of these intentions, that's how I ended up kind of creating a life out of myself, uh, you know, after what, what it felt like it all fell apart, you know, after this breakup and a job loss within only a few months, I was just like, and then being far from home, you know, okay, I'm in Germany. Great. A million miles from my family. (laughs) I'm totally alone (laughs) in another country. This is not what I had in mind. (laughs) And, you know, but like out of that situation, um, it definitely made me realize like, okay, sometimes when, even when you feel like you have no control over anything. You still have control of yourself. And that is the foundation and the bricks that you lay for creating your future and moving forward, even when it feels like you have nothing. (laughs) I love that. You, it's how you're so brave. I, I, I would love to, you know, I love to travel and there's countries that I would really love to visit and really learn and understand the different cultures. But sometimes I think like, well, you know, we've all, we all watch these crazy movies and we all see things that happen. And sometimes <laughs> I'm like, oh, I don't know if I really want to do that. So not only were you, are you on this self-discovery path, but you're literally doing this in different countries and learning something. Then you choose this career. Um, like everything that you've spoken so far is all about bravery uh, and just really stepping out of your comfort zone and into your passion. I think it's extraordinary what you've done. So one of the things that you've also said is that you want people to know that they're not always stuck. Maybe they just haven't thought of the right solution. Mm -hmm. So when you, when you're saying that, is that something that you can help them figure Mm -hmm. out our solutions? And if so, how would you do that? Well, one of the the concepts of animus where I study coaching is that a person is resourceful and whole. And so we have the answers within within ourselves. Sometimes we just need somebody to ask us the right question. And um, I mean, I've, I've had coaches myself in my life, you know, business coaches, personal development coaches. And it's always amazing to me because you can, you can, of course, do things by yourself. But if you have somebody else to ask you the right question and you're like, huh, 
yeah, I didn't actually think of that, you know, I mean, and then you do actually have the answers inside of you, but it's just a matter of being slightly guided. I love it. It's almost, it's, it's like when you open, you unlock boxes, you're basically <laughs> helping them unlock boxes. And all of a sudden, all the light bulbs are going off at one time. And they're like, wow, that's why I love coaching. Everybody yeah. should have a coach. A men- you sh- we should all have like two of each, like whatever thing is going on in life, we all need two. <laughs> it's like, <Agreed. laughs> it's, it's so important because we do get stuck in our own minds. We do, we all walk into limiting beliefs at some point. We all self-sabotage. Like those are all real things, you know? And um, I'm such a, a huge fan of having different coaches for different parts of life and business. Like it's, it's truly, it's a necessity. It's not even a luxury. And I'm really hoping to see some type of a shift going into 2023, just where, especially in women where they are vulnerable and willing to ask and hire a coach to help them in whatever area it is that they are experiencing that disconnect. So I'm, I'm very fascinated. Um, by by what you're talking about in terms of the EFT tapping and um can you tell me what do we get to look forward to next coming from you um in the future well i mean for starters like i mean i have a series of workshops that i do on limiting beliefs and EFT tapping to kind of introduce people you know to the concept of EFT as well because a lot of times um, with limiting beliefs and especially imposter syndrome, I mean, it, it happens for everybody. I mean, I remember reading an article where Oprah was saying she had imposter syndrome sometimes, you know, <laughs> and it was kind of like, well, what can the rest of us possibly expect? You know, if even <laughs> Oprah has it, <laughs> you know, but it was interesting. I was reading an article a while back and it was saying that we need to stop considering confidence as something that you're just born with, that there's some, you know, confidence gene somewhere. And yes, well, well, some people, I mean, from a very small age, they're, you know, very confident, but for most people, we have to learn it and we have to, you know, have little wins and create evidence for ourselves so that we can keep making bigger and bigger challenges. So it's more of a progression, you know, it's more of a, mm-hmm. instead of like a light switch that just one day, you know, switches on, you're like, ta-da, I'm not an imposter anymore, you know? <laughs> and that's what I, <laughs> and that's what I like helping people see that sometimes it is just one tapping session that can get you one step forward and one decision to, you know, publish your website, you know, and then put yourself out there and stuff like that. And that when you break it down into small manageable steps like that with the right guidance and while managing the limiting beliefs or the imposter syndrome beliefs, you know, that come up, that you're capable of so much more. You have touched on so many different areas all at one time. Um, How can people find you to continue this conversation? And for those who are really looking for coaching, you know, we're, we're about to enter a new year. Um, You know, we, we all, like I said a few seconds ago, everyone should have a coach. So how would they find you, Andrea? What's the best way to reach you? So they can either look on my website, which is dreahunt.com, D-R-E-A-H-U-N-T. Um, and then, if, of course, on social media, like I'm very active on Facebook. They can find me at Andrea Hunt Living Deliberately, Transformational Life Coaching and EFT, or EFT Tapping. 
And then I also have Twitter um, and Instagram as well. So, but if they go to my website, they can look up in the top corner and find my social media links very easily. Well, I thank you for taking the time out today to come on the show. It, it was wonderful to talk with you. I definitely have learned some things. We will make sure to include your website and um, information in the show notes. And thank you so much, Andrea, for being with me today. And thank you, listeners, for joining another podcast episode of She Rises Studios. Andrea, have a wonderful day. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you all so much for joining another episode of She Rises Studios podcast. Please follow us online at She Rises Studios. You can also visit our website at www.sherisesstudios.com.